Welcome to season two, episode six of the Perlo Podcast. Top ten list from the South Carolina Low Country. We are back from our Christmas holiday that we took. And back with us in 2021, folks. We made it, but is it better? Mathis? Uh, that's a tough question. I do know that I now own more dolls than I did before December 25th. <laughs> Adam? Sean, apostrophe, good to be back with you boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Shane. If you've never listened to us before, the format is I give these gentlemen a topic. They take that topic. They make a top 10 list out of it. They distribute that topic to me, and we reveal those top 10 lists here on the air. And tonight's topic is Disney villains. This one was highly requested from our listenership, and we appreciate y'all out there listening. In fact, those listeners, let's give you some city shout-outs. The Merck, Sumter, South Carolina. Thank you for listening. Get out. <laughs> maybe, maybe we don't call it the Merck. <laughs> Clemens, North Carolina. We appreciate y'all. Grand Junction, Colorado. Thank you. Hope you're enjoying yourself. And I'm sure they are in Colorado with their new laws. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't tell us exactly where. But we appreciate you listening all the way from Quebec. You might have some new residents from this <laughs> I podcast. I don't speak French, but Toronto is definitely an option. <laughs> Here's why these fellows are saying that. It is January 6, 2021. It is 6.04 p.m. And as of three hours ago, one of the most major events in U.S. history took place. And these gentlemen are going to give it a quick run. Go for it. We had an attempted coup in the country. Are you serious? Like, we had, like, an insurrection. Straight up, like, crazy rednecks attempted to go in and take over the Capitol building. Yeah. Well, they did take over the Capitol building. They were sitting in the, uh, in the chambers. And here's what we found out, buddy. You, who knew security was this bad? I was under the impression. I'll be talking about this earlier. I was under the impression that in order to get into – a facility such as the Capitol building, one would have to go through all kinds of security. And if you messed up, like, you know, put your hand in your pocket, you could be shot or, you know, you would be arrested. Who knew you could just wear a Buffalo head and walk right into the Capitol building. <laughs> nobody Dude, stop you. you. You can't even go just like hang out in front of the federal reserve. And they're like, sir, you need to leave. But my God, if you don't show up with a couple thousand of your bros with your, you know, khaki pants and your anger, you can just walk right in. Hey, meanwhile, you got friggin', you know, Tad and Tyler out there doing the I Am Legend up the side of the Capitol wall. Like, they're scaling it like it's Planet of the Eight. Like, what in the world is going on around here? Like, I woke up, I thought this morning, first of all, very excited for the state of Georgia. Way to step up and get your, get your blue on. And I was like, okay, cool. And then come around, and I'm like, okay, We'll have a modicum of normalcy today. There'll be some idiot. There'll be a couple people being angry, but you know, it'll be okay. Nope. Broke down barriers, and then they just let them on in. Like I don't. Uh, there are pictures of Congress people underneath their desk in this country. Where they had to, are the, the, they had to evacuate the building because they swarmed the building? Like we're Venezuela. Yep. And okay, what's on. funny? I need, I need the, the colonel to tell the to tell the the uh, Mitt Romney the Mitt Romney thing. That is the yeah. funniest thing I've ever heard. 
Yeah, so as they're being escorted out, Mitt Romney apparently turned and yelled at Ted Cruz and other senators, are you happy now? You got what you want? <laughs> we got Mitt Romney. We have driven the Mormon to that level of anger. Like, the one they thing everybody Mitt knows about Mitt Romney is that he's genuinely, like, a good, nice guy. We have driven him to this. Like, oh, my God. Uh. I wonder how easy it is to get a passport like a like one out of the country. How hard do you think that is? A passport or no, like a fake one? You know, like some credentials. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've seen I've seen a lot of a lot of movies and TV shows. They make it seem easy. Because I feel like if you have enough gold in a bag, you can kind of just like make some deals and get out. <laughs> well, as a as a man who has a list of extra of non extradition countries in his truck at all times. Because I can't go, because I can't go to jail. Like I, can't, I don't have the body, and I'm not, I'm not tough enough. Like I'm just not. Like I, I can't do that. Like it just wouldn't work out well for me. Like I can tell you, the fastest way you have to get to the key is to get to Panama. You got to get to Panama, and that can get you to Cuba. That is the that is the way. To, the way. To I'll get say, that. Michael Schofield tried that on uh, Prison Break. It didn't go as successful. My there. my mom went to high school in Panama. This is good. This is useful. Hey, that or you got to get to Croatia. One or the other. Croatia is a good. Oh, uh, they filmed game. Of, have you seen pictures of Croatia? It's amazing. They have amazing beaches. They filmed uh, all the Game of Thrones there, like a bunch of Game of Thrones there. It's the coolest looking place in the world. Here's the problem with those places in Eastern Europe. I always imagine them as being very cold, and obviously they're not. In no, we just feel that way because they're so. They were Soviet. We just feel like yes. they're gray and cold, and exactly. they hurt. Yeah, I feel like you don't have like one of those big wool hats you know that you can't go there and obviously i'm incorrect because obviously big wool hat makes you you can go stand in our capitol yep. now that like, if you're in the water buffalo like lodge this. with fred and barney you can get into the capitol building <laughs> now here's the thing i'll say this the <laughs> fact that we have a leader a, a supposed leader in the office right now for only 14 more days thankfully um who will not condemn what's going on and maybe you could say he is with his tweets, but he should be out there on the streets telling him to go home. The fact that he he's not said doing that. He, loved, he said, he said we he love you. you. You're very special. <laughs> I told him, what bothers me is that these people will have the nerve to call the left snowflakes. And let's be clear on what's happening. They're throwing a temper tantrum because an election happened and it didn't go the way they wanted. Exactly. It would be like if the homecoming queen – like if the runner up basically like started an arm takeover of the float. Like that is basically <laughs> what they And today was a perfect storm. They scheduled it the day they did on purpose. They lost last night in Georgia and McConnell and the other Republican stuff there were like, Nope, we're good. There wasn't fraud. Let's just certify <laughs> these things and go home. And they were like, No. <sighs> well, y'all continue this discussion. I'm looking up how you get to Vietnam. <laughs> Kennedy did that once. I've seen Full Metal Jacket. That sounds like fun. I can, you know, I can, you know, train elephants for tourists, live in the mountains, go full Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now. It could be fun. Let's get into it, guys. Disney villains. Let's have fun and, and get off this negative subject of what our country. Nothing is. negative about moving to the mountains of Thailand or Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing negative say. at all. I, I've been to Italy. I know a guy who's a football coach in Italy. We can get jobs. It'd be great. 
Notable omissions for Disney villains. Let's get into it. Notable omissions. The first is Man from Bambi. I see you read the same article I did. <laughs> yep. I don't know why that's too funny to me. Yeah. Like, man, the first mankind man. personified by the shooting of the shooting of Bambi's mother, which is a t- I'll tell you this. We will not let our daughter watch Bambi yet because we don't think she's emotionally ready. And I thought to myself, I'm not emotionally ready to watch Bambi's mom. Agreed. Guy. So, like, I, like it's, it is a villain, but it's, I don't know, man. Bambi's not my, it's not my favorite film. And I say that, and not because I think it's soft or anything of that nature, but like, I just didn't like it. And I, it makes it, and, and it's not like really a character. It's kind of out there, but it's not a, it's not like a part of the character. My my entire memory of Bambi is the shooting, and there was a rabbit. Thumper. There you oh, yeah. go. Did, did y'all have a kid that y'all, like, nicknamed Thumper in y'all's school, or is that just mine? That's just yours. Okay, just making sure. And now, I had a babysitter in Andrews who had a tattoo of Thumper on her lower back. That kind of tells you everything you need to know about Andrews. <laughs> wow. Next Pearl, Pearl the Black River. There you go. Next notable omission, and this one disappointed me it wasn't on y'all's list. The Iceland hockey team in Mighty Ducks. No. You said animated. No, I did not. I said Disney villains. You and said then, animated. Check the chat. Yeah, no. and then we and then we agreed that it was going to be animated. Yeah, we even said yes, that's better. Iceland hockey what? team, notable omission. Next hey, notable omission. Say, hey, hold, so, something that our audience should know is that for some reason we have had trouble reading recently yes, in our group chat. <laughs> like like significant problems with people talking to each other and not reading what's been put before them and it happened we, with everybody we got to get this vaccine in people and we got to get back to a normal <laughs> life because we're becoming dumber are we are we a microcosm of america right now Does we are we're becoming dumber <laughs> next notable omission lady tremaine cinderella i saw wicked, that one wicked stepmother yeah yeah eh. Uh, she's not as good as ones that are on my list. I left one off my list that I really wish I that I had like a, a like an eleven or like a ten point five that I had to take off that really hurt me because it was going to trigger gamble so bad, and then I had to take it off because I had to leave my number ten there. But yeah, throw it out it, now. Uh, Let's put it in as a mission. Oh, 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 I was getting, I was, I was putting Oogie Boogie on there, and like, I, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, like I was gonna put that on there because I know you how much you love Tim Burton. And so, like, and also great movie, and he's a great villain, and he's significantly scary. Like, not all villains in Disney movies are scary. He's legitimately scary. But, um, yeah, that was one. All right, let's get into the list. I can't believe y'all. Dude, you didn't, pick, you didn't pick the devil from Fantasia? That thing's horrifying. Well, why didn't you pick the devil from Fantasia on your top ten, Mathis? Because he's not on the screen long enough. But I figured you'd put that on there because that, that seems like something you would, have, you would talk about, like classical music. I feel like that's you. you got a name. What is his name? It's Chernobog. He's like a Slavic god. He's like the black god in Slavic deities. See, this, that's why I'm an English person. Like, I did not – I was unaware of that. See, I've learned something tonight, which makes me better than the people who are currently in D.C. Is Anastasia Disney? Huh? Yeah, God, yeah, Fantasia Disney. I think no, Walt An- Anastasia. Anastasia. And, and, no, Anastasia is not Disney. Okay, so I was going to say Rasputin no, has to be. But everybody assumes Anastasia is Disney, but it's not. It's, it's Tom Warner. And so, like, it doesn't – like, it's not – it looks like a Disney movie, but it's not. 
and people always get that wrong because it was on a list I saw and it was like it's not a Disney movie. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get into the list. Mathis is number ten. We'll see later on. Adams, number ten for Adam is Hades from Hercules. Good pick. Hades is not a diabolical villain, but he is a gr- I mean, he is a diabolical villain, but he's a great villain because he is also funny uh-huh. in Hercules, who's voiced by James Wood, who's gone very, very left. Uh, not not in his politics, but on the left turn from where his career started. I was say his politics are the opposite of that. Yeah. They, they really are. But Hades is a great villain. The scheming, the plotting, kind of putting that girl, you know, in between Hercules' goals and what he wanted to do. Great Disney villain. Yeah, he's hilarious. He, like, James Woods plays him, like, because he plays him almost like, it's not like, it's kind of almost like a godfather figure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very, like, he's very, like, in control. He's plotting it around. Like, it's really, yeah. it's really good. And, and also, he's drawn, it's drawn very well. Cause it's that gray muted tone. And, like, it's, it's, very much in the Ursula from Little Mermaid kind of territory. It's good. Number nine on Adam's list. Captain Hook from Peter Pan. Uh, you didn't put Hook on there? I didn't put Hook on there, man. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a huge Peter Pan fan. Like, I didn't love that movie. Because you can um, imagine yourself in those Peter Pan clothes and you're like, nope. Probably, first of all, big men should not wear pantyhose. That's he's more cool. of a what, what's his uh, number two guy, the Smee or whatever his name is. First yeah, of all, <laughs> of a, I'll t- here's what's, here's what's funny. If you had, if you had gotten down and said Dustin Hoffman's Captain Hook, I probably could have got down with it because I think he's really good in that role. But the cartoon was not as cool. That Dustin Hoffman was the one where he's got the gun to his head and he's like, "I'm gonna end it all." He's going through this whole thing and they stop me, take the gun, take it. I love that version of it. Oh, but I Hook, love Hook is just thing. an amazing yeah. movie. Hook is a great movie. It does not get enough love. I agree. Was it Robin? Robin Williams is in that. Oh yeah, he is Peter. He's Peter. He's Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. That's a. That's and a good and uh, Bob Hoskins is the uh, is Smee, which is great. Um, it just like I said, I, why do you like why do you like Captain Hook? Why do I like Captain Hook? I just think Hook is a classic Disney villain. You know, yeah. he's sinister. He's a bad guy. He's got an evil plot. He fits like he's just like the classic archetype of a Disney villain. And it, and it's a classic Disney film too. It is so. a classic Disney film. So you got to that's got to matter. All right. Well, how about number nine for Mathis? Frollo from Hunchback. Oh, Dude. the priest guy. Yeah, he's legitimately. For all, he's legitimately unsettling. Oh, he's like, creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. He's super powerful, and this is going to sound awful. There, first of all, he's sexually harassing Esmeralda the entire. That's, movie. Dude, you don't realize that? That's the whole plot of that like movie, basically. Yeah, he's trying to like sexually enslave her. Like it's like it, and as a kid, the fact that oh my god, dude, is, as you as you watch like Disney movies, like as an adult, you're like these are themes that you didn't know were there. Like that, ha- Peter Pan's another one, which is I'm gonna tell you, definitely ri- definitely made during a different time in America. Um, but like, you look at like, Furlow, like it's, and he's he's kept this the Hunchback, who is a genuinely great character in itself, and also just a nice guy. Just I mean, he has enslaved this you know deformed man. And not let him see the outside and kept him in the dark and just like, you know, basically ruined him. And 
it's an un, he's an unsettling character, which is he. There's some real like danger there with him that I think you don't get with a lot of other Disney characters. Yes, there is. God, I should have oh, put him on that. He is a sketchy. Yeah, I never thought that about song, like that. that song. That, that song, Hellfire, he does. Which, by the way, as a kid, I thought was cool because he said the word hell. That thing is <laughs> like, I mean, it is a like that movie. I, as an adult, made a lot more sense when I was a kid. And, like, now it's – I watched it. I remember I looked at some of it last night because I wanted to just remember what it was, and I was like, yeah, that was definitely – he's a rough guy. It's – that I'm, I'm reading about it right now. It's, like, the first Disney – and only for a reason – Disney movie to, like, have themes about, like, God and hell and, like, forgiveness and all that stuff. Well, it, the, 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 the source material is tough. Like, the – the story like that it comes from like it's and a lot of these are what's funny is when disney kind of sanitizes a lot of these grim's fairy tales like they take out the stuff like cinderella's like the dog they cut off the, the the mother cut off the feet of the sisters to fit the uh slipper like they yeah. take all that stuff out but like hunchback no even had the most of it left in it's it's pretty rough man well it's you know it's a victor hugo novel yeah originally. yeah and it's not like Victor Hugo is like a children's author, like Hans Christian Andersen or anything like that. <laughs> He's like, I'm writing about politics and God and death and infinity. And Disney's like, slap a, some animation on that bad boy. Let's make this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make him walk funny. There we go. Let's he'll, keep hey, going. Hey, he'll, he'll swing from the rope like Tarzan. George from Seinfeld in here. He'll liven it up. <laughs> Number eight on Madison's list, we'll see later on Adam. So number eight on Adam's list, it, list is Professor Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective. I love that movie, and I almost picked him, but I thought it was a little Rat, He's scary. He's legitimately scary as a kid. Yeah. It, it, I'm telling you, hey, when they're doing the Radigan song, all the other mice, like, it's – yes. Yeah, I, that, good pick. That's a solid one. Like, he's a t he's supposed to be Professor Moriarty, like in Sherlock Holmes, and at the end of the movie, he looks crazy, and he's terrifying, and he's hissing. It's nuts. He's got a five o'clock shadow, which doesn't make a lot of sense either. Like, he's no, like, not he's, a mouse. Also, one of the first Disney movies I remember where somebody gets drunk in the they movie. All, <laughs> yes, they all get drunk in there. And they feed the, uh, with a cat? Yeah, I, he he is, and he's bigger than everybody else. Like everybody else is a mouse, and he's a rat. Yes, and he's like you know he's again. Some of these are like as a kid, legitimately menacing. Like they are, they are, they concern you. And Radigan is one of them. Like it's a he has the plan, but he's also physically more impressive than the hero in that movie, which is always trouble. Disney really can animate some nightmare fuel for children, <laughs> and. We're going to get the ultimate nightmare fuel later, but we'll have, we have to get there first. One I wish we had put on our, uh, on our uh, notable missions, the wolf from Disney's Peter and the Wolf. Have y'all ever seen that? No, I've not. Okay. I'm sending y'all pictures of it right now. I saw this when I was like four and I was just like, it haunted my dreams for like a month. You can be like me. I watched uh, Wizards when I was like six and like didn't realize it wasn't for children and it really uh messed with me pretty bad oh uh, that's that's horrific you know yeah, got i saw that at four and i was just like can't sleep at night oh that yeah, is that, horrific you know what yeah. movie got me when i was a kid casper 
the really? part where the part where um, what's his name? What what's the actor's name? In uh, Bill Pullman. Yeah, Bill Pullman. He's in the, he's in front of the mirror and he's like shaking his head because one of the ghosts is in him. And the first time he's like it's like Casper pops up for one of the ghosts. Then the second time he like shakes his face. It's Tales from the Crypt and Tales from the Crypt freaked me out when I was a kid. Dude, yes. the Crypt Keeper is the Crypt Keeper as a child is horrifying. Yes. And I had to leave the theater. I'm like, I was with my granny, R.I.P. Granny, we're out. She was mad. She's like, I want my money back. Scare my kid. Anyways, keep going. Number seven on Adam's list is number eight on Mathis's list. Cruella DeVille, 101 Dalmatians. Go ahead, B. I felt, I felt like such a pansy because I was like, you know, I mean, it's, it doesn't feel, you don't feel like that's really like that, like she should be that scary. But honestly, like, first of all, she's killing dogs, which in America, if you should know, is not allowed um, in any way, shape, or form. Exactly, um, Mathis. Mathis. Yeah. Uh, it's, and, and yourself. It's, <laughs> it's The whole thing is, like, she at the end of that movie, she is a raven lunatic. Like, her eyes are all weird. Like, the, the, plot, is ter- the plot is bad. Her plan is horrifying. But... Her, her mannerisms are so over the top and they make her so like she's chic but she's kind of past her prime and like bony scary looking witch like crazy yeah, exactly it's but but the thing is she's chewing the scenery the whole time it's very like jack nicholson for the joker from like the batman movie like it's super over the top and it's really big and in a cartoon everything's big but the voice is big and like everything about the mannerisms are big. And so like, again, you feel, and Glenn Close did a really good job in the live action film of doing the same thing of being that large. Yeah. Like when they played it. And I think that's what makes her great as a character is that it's so over the top and the, the plan is over the top too. She's going to skin the dogs because there's no other way to get that particular look, you know, come on now. Die does I mean, not exist in this world, even though it's existed for thousands of years. Exactly. It's and that's let's be real, that cigarette is iconic. Yes. They're like the, Again, the long another thing. another relic of the past, smoking in kids' movies. Yeah. <laughs> Hell smoking in general. Like I didn't really like I remember when I was a kid, people smoked in movies all the time. You never see anybody smoke on television anymore. Let me tell you something, the good city of Charleston is keeping smoking alive and strong. <laughs> hey, 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 because people are, hey, every restaurant you go to, people are outside just as puffing away as hard Paint, as they can. Them. And there's I, nowhere else that I go with any frequency do I see that. I do. No, it, I it, is a, <laughs> it is a line of people outside every bar you go to. It's always the same looking guy. He's got long hair and a mustache and tattoos, and the girl he's with has bangs and – you know, just kind of like wearing big glasses and like suspenders, and they're both. And they're smoking. always standing about a, like a nanometer away from the door, like you know what I'm saying? Like yes. they they can't <laughs> step far enough away. It's like how they're they are they are within like the realm of that door, so you have to walk through it. Yeah, and they're just blasting it into your face. <laughs> All right, let's slide over to number seven on Mathis's list: King Candy and Turbo from Wreck It Ralph. Oh man! I think when he changes the turp spoilers, King Candy is Turbo, who his game has got canceled, and he tried to run to save himself. He's supposed to when games get turned off, 
you know, the characters have to come back in this, you know, kind of purgatory. Um, but he had gone into the other game and kicked out uh, Von Sweet, the girl that Sarah Silverman plays, um, kicked her out of the game which is a really long explanation for why he's good. But anyway, it's the whole idea is that he like a racer. And again, there is a sense of menace to him. Like there is a sense of, Oh, he is completely flipped and it flips at the end. At first he tries to play off the, Oh, this is for the best of the game and other characters, but it turns out he's just trying to save himself because he shouldn't be there. And it's, I like Wreck-It Ralph. I think it doesn't, I think as a movie it gets lost, but I think it's a, it's a funny film. And I think he's a good character in it. And again, over the top, but not so much that it's, you know, unnerving. I didn't put him in my top 10, but I, he should have been a notable omission if you didn't include him. He is a good one. I, I, I don't think he's top 10 because he isn't really menacing until like maybe the last 30 of it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a great twist though. The twist that that's who he is like, because you don't, a lot of times you can see the twist getting set up. You at no point think that that's who that is. Yeah. Like, you, you know, because they mentioned that turbo thing earlier and then it pops up at the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah. I've never seen Wreck-It Ralph. You it's should. I, I, I think we talked about this in the group chat the other day. I'm saving all my Disney animations right now for when my kid turns the age to watch that stuff. So that way I'll just get them then. I'm just saying what you're going to find is you're only going to watch one. 10,000 times. Yeah, you're going to watch you know this that, 48 times in a row. Hey, you know that Bruce Lee's line about I don't fear the man who practices 10,000 kicks. I'm scared of the man who kickbacks one kick 10,000 times. That's how my daughter views Frozen. <laughs> Can you just recite all the lines as it's going right now? Oh, first of all, the new thing is now we do Mulan. We only do like the, she only wants to hear Christina Aguilera sing the song at the back. At the very end, she has it on her iPad. So she just keeps rewinding it to the last four minutes of the movie. So we have to hear the song. And I'm going to tell you, I'm getting pretty good at it. Wait, <laughs> you have VHS? <laughs> Rewinding. All right. Number six for Mathis, the Shadow Man. I like Shadow Man. I think he's a good villain. It's not <laughs> Shadow Man. It's supposed to be Conjure Man. But, yeah, that's who – the, it's, the, it's the from the Princess and the Frog. Um, I think he's a good character. I think he's played by uh, Keith David, which has got one of the great voices ever. Um, he's interesting, uh, to say the least. And I that that movie was good too. I like I enjoyed that one. That That's a daughter. very underrated Disney movie. That's a very it is. Yes. And, yes. And I tell you what, when, and a, it, Shout out to Disney for jumping the diversity, man. Like, and that was like you know they really that's the first black princess in that movie. Um. But he, uh, the, when they do the Friends on the Other Side song and he's doing it, again, it's very Joker-esque, which I love that performance Jack Nicholson does. It's, like, very much kind of over. And it's kind of like, you know, sh showing the wares of the evilness and all that kind of thing. It's really good. I think uh, he's, he's drawn very well, very stick-like. And that little bone mass thing, I think that's so cool. I don't know why I do. I just think it's really cool how he looks. It's very New Orleans, I guess. It has that voodoo look to it, which I think is yeah, really yeah. All the animation on that makes you wish Disney did more regular animated movies. Yes, absolutely. And you know what's funny? No matter what happens, nobody does. I've seen other people try to do animation. Nobody does hand-drawn animation like Disney does. It's so flawless. Like, 
you know, shout out to them. You should always appreciate people who are good at their job. Those people who create those films, like there, you can't tell where the cuts are. You can't. It does not choppy. Everything make like it's just so fluid, man. Like also, again, the scenery are always so good. They always look very yeah. detailed. It's not. It's not flat. Even when it's hand drawn, it's not flat. Which yep. for a for a computer, you understand it. But when you figure that's those are hand drawn frames, like that. That's impressive. The only bad thing about Disney is Walt Disney himself. Why do you hate Walt Disney? No, 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 no. Look, do some looking into Walt Disney. You'll see. Yeah, really. I, I'm, I'm unaware. I actually, I've read. If you want to catch an interesting read, it's called the Disney War about when Michael Eisner took over, took over the Walt Disney Company. You will really hate that guy at the end of that book. I can't believe um, you don't know about Walt Disney's history. I'm shocked. Let's just say I Walt don't. Disney had some strong opinions about some certain chosen people of God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did. I, rewind. I do. I do think I knew some of that. I've heard some of that. Didn't know how true it was, but I, again, not some I've paid attention to a whole lot. But let's say uh, if Walt Disney and Charles Lindbergh. Ah, uh, good to know. See how Perlo podcast. Sometimes you learn things. It, it's important to do. Let's continue on. Number six for Adam, Ursula, Little Mermaid. You know, I kind of put her on here just because I was, you know, scrambling. And I actually do think she is a pretty good villain. Maybe six is a great villain. villain. I think she is a good villain. She's sinister. She's got a schemey plot to overthrow King Triton. Yeah, that's it. Yes. All right, King Triton, yeah. Kind of like the Faustian bargain with the Little Mermaid and everything like hey you get your legs but this i i think she's a good villain yeah i think i think she's great it, it, again the way she's drawn it's that super like I, I, there's a comedian that said that she reminds he's like i don't know why everybody hates ursula he, she reminds me of every like you know old bartender old lady bartender they ever had like owns the bars like shut the doors i'm ursula like, give yeah, it, james adomian is that comedian you're thinking of yeah it's hilarious like it, 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 was a, funny. it is a great bit on disney villains yeah it's again but she's and thing is they drew that whole sea witch idea first of all the in that in the disney war book i read i feel like we're doing bruce feldman right here but um in the uh in the book i read he's like it was just thrown off as like a throwaway line. Like, cause you guys used to have to here at Disney have five ideas, like, and they could be outlandish as all you wanted to about five story ideas. Um, and so like, that was one of them. And it's just like a throwaway deal. And then they came back and decided they wanted to make it. And the question was, what's the villain going to look like? And they decided on a sea witch, but it looks almost like with her, like you could imagine that at one point she was almost like a mermaid. And then has like aged and wants to go back to be that. Like it's, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. Well, we have to take a break. Uh, it's time for our sponsor, Anchor, to give you a quick word, and we'll be right back with more Perlo podcasts. Welcome back to Perlo Podcast Top Ten List. From the South Carolina Low Country, we had a tie cast last week, folks, and we're getting another one this week. And considering what happened today, I bet this week's tie cast will be a little longer than normal. Most likely. Yes, I would almost guarantee it. Yeah, so look up uh, Dr. Ty and the Colonel. If you, if you just want to, when you're driving around or you're doing dishes at the house or whatever, and you just want to listen to these two fat men 
um, just talk about the news and things that grind their gears. It's worth your time. I enjoy it, and I think you would too. Rate them five stars, just like you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Number five for Mathis, Syndrome from The Incredibles. I, I hate Syndrome. You I, Really? I do. I, I think Syndrome – I think he – a, the hard part syndrome is you when you find out who he is, you feel bad for syndrome. Like he got kind of pushed to the side. Like he's a you know, you know who he is? He's Stan from the Eminem video. That's who he is. That's why I hate him, because he is Stan. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, he uh <clears throat> yeah, he's I mean, the thing is he got pushed by by Mr. Incredible. And first of all, I think I'll tell you this, the Incredibles is a amazing movie because I remember I was in college when it came out and I went and got it because I had well, it's good I went to Newberry there wasn't a lot new I went and got it and I came back to my room and I put it in and suddenly the entire offensive line of the Newberry Indians was watching the Incredibles in my dorm room like that's bonding yeah exactly because I'm gonna tell you this man fat men listen one thing I thought about in college was different than high school was that at that point nobody had an ego about being fat anymore we were just gonna what you did what you wanted to do and we wanted to watch cartoons so we did but, um, you know, Syndrome, I think, once again, he's smart because he builds all that tech. And then, I mean, he's a bad kid. He's a bad guy, but you do understand why. There's a reason why he's bad, which is not the case in all these characters. Sometimes they're just, you know, a lot of the female villains are just bad because they just were born that way. There's no reason. And with Syndrome. Sure, sure. Apostrophe math that said women are born evil. Original sin. He said that here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you only caught part of that because you have the internet from the Stone Age. No, I heard the whole thing. Like, and that hamster's running fast right now. He's trying to make this work. I figure you're getting this from smoke signals. Like, I mean, I don't know how that works. With and I don't know why Columbia has worse internet than the Low Country. But for some well, I mean, reason, just think about it for a minute, buddy. <laughs> and I saw yeah, last night they posted um, uh, that that Twitter map of Georgia, and I was reading the responses, and somebody was like. Columbia really sucks because you're close enough to the beach to get all the air moisture, but you don't get any of the wind. I'm like, we're in a ditch. That's the we're perfect in, description. We're in a no. If you look, it's literally like it's the fall line, right? So it's uh-huh. the last rapid piece. So everything, all the elevation starts to dip, and we're and like there's a bluff uh, in Lexington County side that's like kind of a cliff that cuts Columbia off from the air that could theoretically get there from the lake. It's very hot. <sighs> Would you call it a river bluff? I, I um, wouldn't. Well, that was good, I know. Number five, I, I enjoyed it. Number five from Adam, we'll see later, but his number four is Clayton from Tarzan. Ah, interesting. Clayton's evil, dude. He is. Uh, my, my, pro- my problem with Clayton is, uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, the, the deal with Clayton is, like, he's ruthless – He's a uh, he's whack as we would say, win at all costs. All right, like some people. All right, <clears throat> he's he's a straight killer. And then when he's trying to get at Tarzan in the end, when he's slashing with the machete, that's terrifying. Also, a Disney movie where the villain died from hanging himself. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I like Tarzan the movie. My hard part is I love Tarzan the book, and Clayton is not that in that book. No, but yeah. It's, it's and I it was like I forget that Tarzan was a Disney movie. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it's it's one it's part of that. I feel like there's a time like in the early 2000s 
where Disney cartoons were less than they like you kind of seen a resurgence with like Frozen and Moana and those things. But like there's a time after Aladdin that or after the Lion King, I guess, would be because Lion King came after Aladdin. But yeah. after Lion King, like there's a period in there that there's not some great ones, I guess. And I feel like Tarzan's part of that group. Ooh, gonna have to disagree with you there, champ. And mainly because of the Phil Collins soundtrack. <laughs> oh no, no. I, I, once again, I like I, they were not as big, I guess. Not that I don't like them. They're just not they're not as good as the ones below. Oh no, Son of Son of Man's a great, great. It's a banger, no question. My my dad loves Phil Collins, like deeply loves Phil Collins. I don't know why. And he has this thing where he'll get like a CD. Back in the day, he'd get like a CD and then just wear that bad boy out. Like we listened to Tarzan soundtrack. We were going to an Alabama game. We listened to a Tarzan soundtrack and a best of Phil Collins for six hours driving from Columbia to Tuscaloosa. Is he a Genesis Phil Collins guy? No, he's a solo Phil Phil Collins guy. Wow. Really? So Susudio. Went to sleep. Went to sleep with Susudio on. Woke up two hours later, Susudio back on. <laughs> Uninterrupted Susudio. And he's just loving every minute of it. He's air drumming on the wheel. He's having a great time. Oh, man. Does, 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 he, does, he do the, does he do the air drums on in the air tonight? Oh, of course he does. I mean, he does the lip bite of white guys, too. I mean, he, <laughs> he gets it all. He's a medical doctor. He's getting, he's checking every box. Number number four for Mathis, vaccinated Mathis, sorry. Number four for vaccinated Mathis is Lotso from Toy Story. Oh, man, Lotso almost cracked my top five. I was going to put him in there, and I chunked him at the last second. Lots, lots of those tough, man. I almost picked the nerd from the second one, um, the guy who's in there fake that get that. Yeah, yeah, he's just a fat guy trying to make a dollar. I understand. Well, and, and, and reality is, that Stinky Pete's the bad guy in the second one. Um, realistically, he's the bad one. Um, but the I think lots of because he's sort of tragic. Like lots of is the way he again. Lots of has a reason for the way he is. He got left. And he's convinced they gave up on him when reality is he got, you know, the child misplaced. And that pain is real. And he is, like, first of all, he he is, like, torturing these toys that aren't in, like, his cabal. Like, he is definitely – I feel like he's dangerous, but you don't notice it at first. And then – and he won't give up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's there's no killing lots of And so I feel like that's a – I feel like that's what makes him a good villain. In there and, and again, you feel like almost, and because he it's he feels older, it feels like he's above them a little bit, and he's it, it's just an unnerving. Well, the other thing with Lotso is you think he's going to redeem himself at the end, and then he just walks right away from it. Yep, he certainly does. And he just walks away. Yeah, that that movie doesn't give you a lot. Of, I'll tell you, that doesn't give you a lot of easy answers. Toy Story does not give you a lot of easy answers on that. Like, they don't go the way you would imagine they would go. You know, because you're right. You do think at the end he's going to, like, figure it out and realize what it's all about. And no, that doesn't happen at all. Uh, they really, though, should have just ended the franchise with that third one. I haven't seen the fourth one. I'll be honest. Do not. not. I, I haven't seen any Toy Stories past Toy Story 1, so. I don't you, think you will enjoy it. 
I would say I think three is three is really good. Like three is might be might be better. It's possible. Three could be a good standalone movie. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's keep rolling. Number three on Mathis's list, vaccinated Mathis's list, is Madame Medusa from The Rescuers. Oh, yeah, the riverboat lady. I found – my daughter was looking for something to watch, and I was so tired of Frozen, and I went to Disney Plus and said, nope, we'll watch this. And so Bianca and Bernard, she thinks it's the greatest thing ever. And so, like, we're watching it, and I've forgotten how funny that character is. Because she is a full-on lunatic about that diamond. Like, I mean, I mean, just like, again, in a very Cruella DeVille type way, but just, you know, she's driving that car that's backfiring all over the place, and she's got the swamp buggy that with those gigantic I'm, – I'm a big fan of Disney's got big gators in it. And, like, you know, it's <laughs> – it's, Two gator Disney movies on the list. <laughs> it's, you know – and she's out there, and she's so there's no redeeming value. There's nothing about her that makes you, you know, feel sorry for, her, you know. And again, child abuse. She blatantly kidnapped the child. Like that's sure, exactly sure. what happened. But I mean, it's. I think it's she. That movie, interestingly enough, first of all, didn't realize it was made in the seventies. Did not know that. Um, but like, it's very kind of bluish green. Like it had like the the hue of that movie is interesting. And she's a big, and she's all, she's all in red. You know, she's got way too much makeup. And overall, she's just, she's evil. And because she's attacked this child who did nothing but just be in the orphanage and get picked up because she was small. And I think she's a great character. Yeah. Uh, talking about the rescuers, have you seen Rescuers Down Under, the sequel? I, I like Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. I think so, vi- visually it's great. Like, that eagle is amazing. Yeah, it's all really well done. And I think it was one of their first ones to ever, uh, like, use digital stuff. It was, like, Mm -hmm. 1990. Did you know the guy that played Patton was the villain in that one? Wow. George George, George C. Scott. George C. Scott. Dr. Strangelove, Patton, Rescuers Down Under. Dr. Strangelove. I, I, I almost thought it was the guy who played Curly, but it's not. In oh, yeah. but that's who I thought it was at first, but that's not who it is. You're right. It's George C. Scott. And I, I almost put McLeach, his name's McLeach. I almost put him on my list, but that movie was not nearly as big as the other ones I picked. Yeah. Also, that's an eight. I, I want to say Rescuers was made in 72. And like 77 Rescuers, and the sequels in 1990. Yeah, like, it, like it's – it's a long time. That tells you how much people like those characters. They came back like that long after. Yep. Like, and I'll tell you this, visuals got way better in the 90s because it is significantly slicker in the second. Oh, no. The Rescuers is a rough animated movie. Yeah. It is, it is the only one I can think of that's not extremely well animated. It's kind of like they're like, all right, let's slap this bad boy together. You know what else is that way? Sword and Stone. Sword in the Stone is very much that way. I do love Sword in the Stone. I love that movie. I, if I could have picked a villain out of that one, like a like, one, there's no like through villain in Sword in the Stone, but like I love that. I, not the witch. Of, uh, Mims is not a good villain in that one. She's no, she's, she's not. Once again, the the whole point of that story is how Arthur becomes Arthur. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the whole point of that. Yeah. But the Merc character alone in that movie is amazing. Yeah. Let's keep rolling along. Number three for Adam is number 10 for Mathis. 
A whole new world. Jafar, Aladdin. Jafar is a great villain. He's great, but he's a one-note villain. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jafar, I feel like he has one, like, there's no, there's no, like, dynamics of him. Like, what do you want from Jafar? I don't know. It's not, I don't think he's very, he's not as humorous as other ones either. He's like, what, what word, what word did you just use in me? What? What <laughs> word did you just use? Hmm? What did you just say? I said he. I said he's not very humorous. I thought you said humorous. I was like, what word did you just make up just now? No, I, I, I did not. I said he's not. He's not super humorous. He's the good villain. Um, there's no question. He's a good villain. It's, but it's just he's not. I, again, I like there to be a little bit of movement in mind. And again, there's no reason why Jafar is where he's other than he's power hungry. And he's so power hungry. That's the, the way. Why he is the way he is. Well, tell me why he's number three, boss. Because he's better than all the rest of them. He is evil from the <laughs> get-go. He's evil from the jump. He's got a sinister plan. He sticks to it. He almost wins. And he's, like, perfectly slimy and evil. Gets out. He gets outsmarted by a street rat. Who doesn't get outsmarted by a street rat? <laughs> the entire country got outsmarted by a guy who had a TV show where he fired people with his children, all right? Oh, there it is. Well done. Well done. There it is. That was excellent. <laughs> that was excellent. Oh, let's stop that and move on. I really like your number two, Adam. Shere Khan from Jungle Book, which I think translates to Tiger King. I was going to say, I almost picked that. I have not seen the cartoon Jungle Book in so long, but go ahead. Live He's great. Uh, Idris Elba does an excellent job with him in the uh, – in the live action one, like Idris yeah, Elba nails it. I, I, I like the live action one. I it, think it I was incredible. Was really if you watch the OG one, he's super. He's very calm and very slick and very. You know, there's just like a, a there's a constant building tension with him. He literally does a countdown to chase Mowgli at the end of the movie, and then he just goes nuts and is super ferocious. Great Disney villain. Very schemy and slimy. Yes. Yeah, I, I I have not. My problem is I haven't watched that Jungle. Go watch before. it tonight. It's not yeah. that long. Yeah, it's not. It's not my favorite. And I, and I actually like. I like the book. I like the actual Rudyard Kipling book. Um, for the Jungle Book, which I thought was really good. But yeah, it's that's it's good pull. No, he's just he's like a he reminds me. And this is so weird for the Game of Thrones. Either of y'all ever watch Game of Thrones? I watched two I watched episodes. They killed a dog. I stopped. Yeah, the, the Tywin Lannister character on there, the dad, by, played by Charles Dance, who's really like a yeah. calculated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reminds yeah. me of that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Again, he's super calculated, which is the key. Like, that's – it's again, it's a slow burn with Sheer Khan in, that, in, in, in both the new one and the old. Live action one really makes him a scary villain. If this was all villains, it would be live action Sheer Khan at number two. By the way – is Ka not terrifying in the second in the live action version? Yeah, Scarlett Johansson oh, being yeah. all creepy and everything. Yeah, dude, that and, and they make it so much bigger. Like you know, in the cartoon, he does it. Like there's the sense of how big that anaconda is. Like it's, or I guess it's Python, but like it's like it's in that movie, it's huge. Like it's unbelievable. The the size of it is impressive. Yes. Number five for Adam. Oh, is Mathis's number one? 
Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Go ahead and argue why she's the top. I think she's the most. She seems to be having the most fun with it. Like she's evil and likes it. I don't and even I know what that means. You don't know what you don't know what, you don't know what it means. She's having the most fun with it. She's just an evil sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, she, she, and then she turns into a dragon at the end. It's she's Lady Jafar, and you hate Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not Lady Jafar. Again, there. Again, and she, for all, she has a reason. She's angry. She was left out of the. She was left out of the party. When the baby she has dies. devil horns. Why wouldn't she be? If they had, for all, she's a wood nymph. Don't, don't don't mess with that. She's she is a she is a forest god. I watched the Angelina Jolie movie. I'm telling you, I hard passed on that one. They hosed Maleficent. All right, she is an excellent character. Again, she has a long running plan. Like it's she's got this idea. She sets it up. You know, the godmothers can't save Aurora. Like all those things. She's she is. Again, menacing enough to be scary, but still calculated. The same reason you like Shere Khan. Like, very calculated, very kind of, very subtle in what she does. And that's why I like I just don't get how you can put her on here and hate Jafar. I don't hate Jafar. Yeah, hate Jafar. I do not hate Jafar. I just like other people. You made Jafar. Also, I'm about, about, hey, women, she, she, She's standing on her own two feet. She is a strong woman. That's why I like her, number one. You, you used a made-up word, shilarious, at me. And then, <laughs> and then well, it sounds it. like shilarious because you had the Flintstone internet. Like, you got – I mean, it's not it, – you're over there using the parrot. I like, am using a crank that. generator to make this work right now. That is correct. <laughs> you put you put syndrome ahead of Jafar. Come on. I did. I did. You put Stan. You put Stan with rocket shoes. <laughs> Jafar, I, Jafar, I'm telling you, Jafar, one note guy. Not that way with Maleficent. It's not. It's just not the case. Well, we're down to the last one. He's number two for Mathis. He's number one for Adam. Well, at least you're and, in the right ballpark with this one. And he is the number one Disney villain, Scar from The Lion King. Scar. It's, Ham- say- it's Hamlet with lions. Yeah, when when Katzenberg did it, and he was they were going through it. Um. He said, "Like he finally realized we're doing Hamlet, and that's they did Hamlet for children, which is impressive." Yes. Yeah, and also, Jeremy Irons. That was about to say so Jeremy Irons. Yes. Could not have picked a better guy to voice him. Hans Gruber's brother. Hans Gruber's brother. Is Jeremy Irons him in the live action one? I don't think he is. Is he? I don't believe so. I'm but looking at now. You liked Malefic- Maleficent because it was a long con. Scar is a long con. Yeah, for us, hey, Scar has a plan. He works to perfection. And when it doesn't work at first, when he tries to get him killed by the hyenas, and he kind of works it over there. And, again, and there's a, and, and there's a snarkiness to, to him also that you got to like. Like, he's got, like, he's got the quick – he's got the kind of quips. And when he tells Mufasa the whole idea of, you know, it's all about brute strength and all that kind of thing. I think it's, he's great, man. He, I, I did. I did not like him in the live action one as much. I didn't think it was as good. Didn't watch the live action. The live action one is bet is better than the uh, animated version. You've never seen any animated Disney movies. You grew up watching the Weather Channel. We're not doing this. Your opinion is it's better. It's better. Yeah, it's a, it's absolutely not. That's okay. It is. Um, yeah, not even close. 
Uh, you were watching a cold front hit Cleveland, not watching the movie. <laughs> The guy who did Scar's voice was uh, the guy who played 12 Years a Slave. Oh, yeah. What is uh, that? He is really good in everything he's in. Chiwetel and Joey Ch- Chiwetel Atu 4. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He's and good. Can we talk about how John Favreau is an amazing director? I mean, he did Lion King, Mandalorian. I mean, everything he does is gold. He went Iron from Man. PCU. Hey, you're, you're leaving out the most important one. Iron, Iron Man. Man. Iron Man. Yeah. Come on now. Iron Man has made more. Somebody had I watched uh, CNN had a thing called the movies. It was like a retrospective on like the last ten years, and the idea that Marvel is the biggest move is the biggest character, the biggest movie star in the world is Marvel. Like above all, like forget who plays them, it doesn't matter. Just the Marvel properties are that big. Like it, they're it doesn't matter. It's just they're just that big a deal. Um, but yeah, I, he also did Elf. He did. Yes, he did. Wow. Yeah, fat, he did. Yeah, yeah. He he was. It was his. First, I think that was his first. It was his second directing job. Um, fifth, according to this. Fifth. Yeah, he, he did was he two. He did two TV movies. He did the movie Made. He did an episode of Undeclared, and then Elf. Yeah, he did. That's right. He did because he did. But Made was the only movie movie he done. Like he done like as far as feature films. Yeah. So he was Gus Partenza and Deep Impact from Harrisburg. Uh, Pennsylvania died, and then he was in the replacements, and then he directed Elf. Like that was his career arc. He's great in the replacements, by the way. Oh um, heck yeah! Bring me my football. Oh yeah, I got oh, you the ball. He directed live action Jungle Book too. Yeah, he's he's really good. Good for him. Legit. And you look at the like the roles he plays as an actor. You're like, ah, no way. And then you're like, wow, that guy's an excellent director. Yeah, like all yeah. his movies are very good and well made. Um, wrap it up. The most notable omission was the Iceland hockey team from Mighty Ducks. The number one Disney villain for Mathis was Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. And the number one, and it is the number one Disney villain from Adam, was Scar. How would you know you don't watch them? Uh, I've seen the live action. And I saw, I've, I've seen the cartoon version of Lion King. Also, how come, who... Wait, who's the uh, villain from Mulan? That's a notable omission. Attila the Hun? Or uh, it's not Attila the Hun. Genghis Khan? No, no it's, a, it's, a, it's a made up name. It's Shin Hun or something like that. But it's, it's the leader of the Huns. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a notable omission, too. I've seen Mulan. That's a good one. All right. Speaking of, see, see, I feel like Mulan's in that group with Tarzan of like the Disney films that weren't as good as the other ones. Oh, crap. Mulan's excellent. I don't love Mulan, although Mushu's good. Eddie B has excellent. a lot of hard feelings about Mulan because he has to watch the live-action one a lot. Here's a question. Is Mushu Eddie, Eddie Murphy's best character in Beverly Hills Cop 2? Yeah, I would say yes. Well, yeah. Donkey's close. Yeah, Donkey. That's right. Again, any place we don't have to actually look at Eddie Murphy, he's very good, which is weird. <laughs> but we're about to find out coming to America. Guys, that movie really can't be bad. I can't wait. I can't wait. Hey, right. it look it looks like it's gonna be good. Yeah, I've have you been watching the previews? Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be good. I feel like every movie is a sequel or just a remake of something right now. Well, I'm I, I'm watching yeah. Cobra Kai right now, and it is such a send up. It is literally just to make '80s babies feel better about themselves because all they did like they there's no new storyline. Like it is absolutely. Just hey, remember things made you feel good back in the day? We'll do those again. 
Like, I yeah. Well, our next episode, we will record next week, and we're going to keep it on the theme of happy because of everything that's going on in the country right now. And we are going to be doing the top 10 Will Ferrell characters. That will be next week's episode. Warzone update. Warzone. Uh, as usual, I have gone on a rampage. Um, I have 10 wins. Uh, Sean has five. <laughs> and finally broken, finally out of the – still in the basement, but at least he doesn't have to hang his head in too much shame. Our good buddy, the Colonel, has one win. We're proud of that one win up here. The bad part is it's so bad that when it's just he and I, I almost think about throwing it that I've ever – nope, not doing it. No, because I would never throw it for you. Don't worry. I'm about to demand a, uh, a start over in about five days. <laughs> no, when someone hits 25, we'll start over. <laughs> we got to oh. get to 25. So, uh, if you want to contact us, Podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at Perlo underscore podcast. Our Perlo underscore podcast Twitter failed at a tweet last night, but you know what? It was still it was still good. Shout out to Brett Romberg. We'll see you guys next week on Perlo Podcast Top Ten List from the South Carolina Low Country.